they then didn't have a choice. And your brain will always make the easiest choice. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I am your host, Monica Yates, the period whisperer, a trauma healer, and an embodiment coach for both men and women. Well, obviously periods just for women. I am a double Sagittarius, a rising Gemini, an Enneagram 8, and a generator. I know, it's a lot. I'm here for it. I help women to get into their magnetic as fuck feminine energy and for men to feel ecstasy and intimacy. In these episodes, I love to talk about things that people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything that I know in this brain, body, and soul of mine. You can find all the ways to work with me on my website. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Welcome back. I am so close to moving into my dream apartment here in New York, and I am so fucking excited. I have the most insane view, so make sure this week that you are keeping on top of my Instagram stories because I just, like, I can't put it into words. We went there to... um, view the place today and just like check out a few little things, take some measurements, X, Y, and Z. And I'm literally just beyond fucking excited. Like words cannot even express my excitement. It's been a long time. I've been living in a hotel for a month and a half. So yeah, but I've also been living in a hotel for a month before that and a month before that because I was been traveling for a while. So I'm excited to finally have my own place. Okay. So today we are talking about why do we wait until we hit rock bottom. This goes for men and it goes for women as well. So firstly, I want to mention to you that if you haven't joined a perfect period, this is a reason why you should join before you hit rock bottom. Um, and then also I am just Sarah, not Sarah, Sarah, I get so fucking confused. Sarah has been editing, um, a video for Tulum and it just made me so beyond excited. I'm moving into my dream home. I'm like, shit is happening. And, um, this time around from being in New York, usually I like never need a break from New York, but since COVID and if you listen to my previous episode, um, I, my nervous system definitely become a bit more sensitive. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. So now New York is feeling like a little bit over, <laughs> That's my sneeze. If anyone wants to know what I sound like. Anyway, uh, New York can be a bit overwhelming. So I am very excited to get to Tulum and be able to do this amazing immersion with you ladies and, um, and just have a bit of a holiday. So it's going to be a vibe. Okay, let's jump in. So why do so many of us wait until we hit rock fucking bottom until we fix an issue? So when it comes to our brains, there's always a choice. You always have a choice, whether you consciously realize it or not, you have a choice. Do I leave the house today? Do I stay home? And you, people might go, no, I don't have a choice. Of course I want to leave the house, but you have made that choice, right? All the choice could be, what am I going to have food wise? Or do I like him? Do I not like him? Do I phone him? Do I not phone him? Whatever it is, do I invest in the thing? Do I not invest in the thing? Do I go to the doctor? Do I not go to the doctor? Right? Do I do Pilates? Do I do hit? Do I do Pilates? Do I not do Pilates? We have a choice. Even when people um, are working like a crazy animal, they don't have a choice. They have a choice because they're committed to their job, for example. So they, of course, it feels like they don't have a choice, but of course they have a choice. Now, because we are bombarded with all of these choices, it also can become very overwhelming sometimes. So we will not make choices on things that do not feel urgent or could wait So for example, I can procrastinate going to like do an errand 
or I can procrastinate. Like I really needed band-aids. I had really bad blisters on my feet the other day from like wearing heels. And um, I really needed band-aids and I kept just procrastinating getting band-aids. And that was a choice. And I wasn't getting band-aids because it didn't feel like an urgent thing in comparison. That's the key. In comparison to everything else that was going on in my life. So in comparison to my workload, in comparison to me feeling emotionally drained from the apartment situation, but we're getting there. In comparison to that I was running late for a client session, or if I didn't go home now, I was going to be late for my client. In comparison to those things, getting the band-aids was not important. So I made the choice to not get the band-aids. Then I finally was like, I need fucking band-aids. So I went and got the band-aids, right? Like a couple days later. So we always have a choice. Now, what this means is that when it comes to like health, for example, you have a choice. Now, it's very, very common for people to let their health, their mental health, their emotional health, their physical health be on the back burner because it doesn't seem like a priority compared with other things. So the classic case is men. And men do do this more than women because men are single focused beings, Men are single focused beings and if it feels like too much work, too many resources for them to go get help, they won't do it, okay, until they have to do it. And this, I was actually put on my my Instagram story last night um, about like what's something that you don't understand about the opposite sex and so many of you are like, why aren't they emotional? Why can't they do things they ask them to do? La, la, la. And this just proves to me how much... We do not understand the opposite sex unless you do understand the opposite sex. And on that note, I really need to create a program for men about understanding women. And then I also am going to be adding a lot to be a lover, not a mother for the program. I'm going to open it again in November. So look out for that. I kind of want to open it sooner, but we'll see. At the moment, it's November. Anyway, so what was I going to say? So because men are single focused, they often will let their mental health go on the back burner because it doesn't seem like as much of a priority to their mission. And their mission can be making money for their children. Their mission could be getting to work on time. Their mission could be staying above water, right? They're focused on one thing. They don't want to add too many other things into their life that could take away from their mission, Now, because men are hunters and women are like community, we're gatherers, we look after the children and they go out and hunt, they are also much better at suppressing their emotions because your emotions get in the way of your mission and hunting, getting the animal to then feed the family. But as women, we are the gatherers and therefore our emotions can be really good. Our intuition, it allows us to feel danger before it happens. Being in touch with our emotions allows us to empathize with our children and empathize with each other. It brings connection. So as women, we think if I'm emotional towards someone, it will make me feel connected to them, but that's not the same for men. Anyway, getting back to the point. So the obvious case that that I see for men is that they wait till they hit rock bottom. All of my one-on-one male clients, they have all waited until they hit rock bottom to hire me because this is the key they then didn't have a choice. And your brain will always make the easiest choice. Now, it might feel like, especially if you're a woman, well, it's an easy choice to fix yourself. Like that's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I want you to understand is that that isn't the easiest choice for everybody because it means that you have to face your demons. It means you have to face the part of yourselves that you don't want to face. It means that you will have your shit coming up and it's easier to keep doing what you've already done. It's 
easier to suppress it. It's easier to not face it. And it can feel harder to do the work. And most importantly, it can feel harder to admit, I would like help in this department. It can feel harder, especially for a man, for it to feel like they've been defeated or they haven't succeeded. That is soul crushing for a lot of men to feel like they haven't succeeded and they have to ask for help, right? So for women, it's kind of the same in that, not the mission part, but it's the same in that we wait. This is both men and women. It is easier to wait until we don't have a choice because then we don't have to choose. It's not a battle in our heads. The only choice that we can make is to hire help, to get help. So remember what I was saying at the beginning of the episode, we always have a choice about things, whether you know it or not. But once you've hit the lowest of lows, your only choice is to change. Your only choice is to fix the problem or do something differently. But before you've hit rock bottom, there are two choices. And the easier choice is to do what you've already done. Even if it's not getting you the results, it'll still feel easier because you know what to do. You know how to do it. But learning something new, doing something a new way is actually more exhausting and it's a lot more challenging. Now, yes, it's more rewarding, but it requires a lot of patience. It requires your nervous system to actually be able to hold the, that energy of the unknown of doing something differently, of not falling into your habits. It can be really, really hard. So when your brain has a choice, you'll choose the easiest one. But when you hit that rock bottom, there is no choice. You don't have a choice of like, oh, keep letting it slide. Keep not worrying about it. La, la, la. Or I could do something. No, you only have the choice if I do something or I die. So therefore, the only choice is to do something. And that's why you'll do that. That's why you'll then eventually phone someone, get help, hire the coach, you know, fix your eating habits, whatever it is, but only once you've hit that rock bottom. So when something feels scary, right, when something feels easier to do what you've already done and it feels scary to do the other thing, your brain will go into this primal response of trying to protect you from doing the unknown thing because the unknown equals dangerous. That's why it feels so scary sometimes to get help. Well, that's why it feels so scary for you to reach out to me or to join a program, right? Or to start the thing that you've been wanting to start. It feels scary because it's unknown and our brain is wired to make us run from the unknown because the unknown can equal death, right? So another example is that An example is that we stay in relationships that are not serving us because we are afraid of being alone, right? We wait until shit gets so fucking bad that being alone seems better, that's the key, than being in that relationship. Can you get this gist, guys? It's about energy expenditure and it's about what feels like the easiest option because as humans... We want to do the easiest thing. We don't want to, we do not want to expend more calories than we need to. That's our primal brain. And this is why we do it. We do it because of the choice things, right? We also do it because it's easier to stay in your comfort zone and it's harder to step out of your comfort zone because outside your comfort zone, you don't know what's going to happen and you could die. So it's easier to stay where you are now. And people get so in their heads about things that they find making 
the decision for their higher self very, very challenging. And this is why the more that you do things that can slow your body down, slow down your nervous system and relax and be in your body, be in your heart, you'll find it easier to listen to your inner truth and your higher self and you'll actually feel safer to make those those choices. Okay, so day after day, continue to make the conscious choice of choosing the path that will get you to your next level. Allow yourself to feel nervous and to feel that anxiety about the unknown, of course, and be okay with that. It's actually about making friends with your fear. What are you afraid of? How can you make friends with that? How can you welcome that instead of trying to run away from it? Okay. That's the key. That is the key thing, right? Also, I want to say a lot of people are addicted to their trauma. Trigger warning. People are addicted to their trauma. People are addicted. And I do it. I'm going to do a different episode on this because it's a whole other thing, but I'm going to like start you off, put a little, get you guys excited for that episode. People are addicted to their trauma. People are addicted to having the label of I have anxiety. I have depression. I have PCOS. I have endo. I have daddy issues. He's emotionally unavailable. He's emotionally unavailable. He's emotionally unavailable. People are addicted to their victim mentality because it actually releases an adrenaline rush in their body and it makes them feel part of something. It gives them something to connect on. When you're with your girlfriends and you're complaining about, oh my God, all the men are emotionally unavailable. Oh my God, all the men are jigheads. It actually makes you feel like you're a part of something. So you will continue to believe that because you get something out of that belief. You get something out of your trauma. I got something out of all my trauma it made me feel more powerful than men, right? I, it made me it made me feel safer to be, to be misindependent, and letting that go can feel scarier. But I got something out of my trauma. Everybody gets something out of their trauma, and you might be sitting here going, "Fuck you, Monica! Absolutely not! I get nothing out of my trauma." You get something if you, even if you don't know it, it can be like a hormonal release, like an adrenaline release, and you don't even know it because you're so addicted to it. And I'm going to do a whole other, and if you haven't listened to my episodes at my IGTV, I think, I think it's my IGTV that you need to go to. I have an IGTV and I'll get Sarah to um, put the link in below for this IGTV, please, of what is trauma. And I'll do, no, I'll do another episode about why you're addicted to your trauma, but um, it's quite a few IGTVs down, but you'll be able to find it. And if you actually understand trauma, you understand how your hormones are affected by that. So adrenaline is one of them. Like your your um, hormone cortisol is affected by it and how you get addicted to that and therefore you get addicted to your trauma. Okay, so I'm going to leave it there. If you haven't joined a perfect period, hopefully this will make you realize, fuck waiting until I hit rock bottom, fuck waiting until I have to get surgery or I'm in screaming, agonizing pain on the floor and I then go, fuck this, I'm actually going to do something about it. Or... Fuck waiting until you're so bloated that you are miserable and you've lost all your confidence and you've got no sex life anymore. Don't wait. Don't wait. Honor your fear. Honor the fact that your brain is scary to not wait until you hit rock bottom. It's scary to jump in before you hit rock bottom. And choose that, choose from that truth inside of you that knows that jumping the gun and doing this before you hit rock bottom is going to be so fucking worth it. Okay. Ladies, keep watching my Instagram stories because we have so many exciting things coming and men as well. Um, 
my book is being written. I hope that comes out soon for you guys, but there's just so much stuff that I want to keep adding and adding and adding and adding. Most importantly though, I'm moving into my dream apartment soon. So keep watching on my Instagram stories. We are going to create a YouTube video though about it all. And I'll walk you guys through the process. I feel like it could be helpful for a lot of you and just, you might be curious about it. So we're going to do that. I'll probably also get my interior design on interior designer on my mum to explain everything. Um, because I hired her and I, fully paid her because as if I, as if I wouldn't, I value her time and her energy. She's paid me for my programs. I pay her back. Um, I can do a whole episode on that as well of why, why that's really important to do. But, um, I'm sure you guys already know why it's important to do for my money episodes, but we'll also get her on maybe on the YouTube, um, to kind of discuss why she chose certain things in X, Y, and Z, but I'm just so excited. Anyway, have a lovely day. Please share this episode on your Instagram if you found it helpful, because as I said before, it is the value exchange of me sitting here and then my team editing it. Um, it is like that little bit of payment of you saying, thank you for spending the time to do this because it is time out of my busy day. Um, and I want to be of service to you and your little thank yous back go really, really far. Um, if you haven't left, left a written review, I'd also really appreciate if you could do that, leave me a review. And if you have any questions about any of my programs, about your perfect period program, about Queen Alchemy, about whatever, just send an email to hello at monicayates.com.au. Um, and Sarah or Sarah will get back to you and we will help you on your journey. Have a lovely day. Bye.